Is Nadia moving? Yes, she is. Let's join Nadia Nazir as she shares nervous and exciting moments before she migrates to Denmark. This is Nadia in Wonderland. Hey, welcome back to Wonder. What is the name of this show again? Seriously, I can never <laughs> remember. It's called Nadia in Wonderland That's what happens when you don't think of a name of a show And then somebody tells it to you, you just put it there So um, today I have another guest in the house Yayers, everybody say Hi. hello to Edie Hi, hi everybody, hi Nadia, how are you? I'm good, thank you so much for asking Now, um, Edie is a colleague of mine uh, She's a graphic designer She's quite brilliant at what she does And I bully her a lot because <laughs> Nadia bullies me a lot She gives me ridiculous timelines Every single day Listen, it's not my fault Okay, They come to me, they want deadlines, whatever But now, why you're here today Is because we want to talk to you about the fact that You have actually lived abroad Yes Okay, so you lived in uh, Was it Melbourne? Yes, I was in Melbourne How many years? I was there for about 8 years Oh my god, Edie, I didn't know it was that long Yeah, it was about 8 years So how did it start? Um, first of all, um, I finished SPM And I actually went for national service mm. um, You did? Yeah I didn't know that <laughs> In Sarawak, okay My mom was like, you better go I'm like, okay So I actually decided to go for national service So my mom didn't want to bail me out <laughs> And then um, You're such a spoiled <laughs> You're not supposed to bail out of national service I was like, Dad, pay now He's like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to pay, you go <laughs> And then um, So I had to study abroad to Melbourne uh, My mom was the one that actually decided on Melbourne I was the one who decided Like maybe I want to follow my sister or my brother to go to London mm. um, which You mean is, your brother and your sister were in London studying at yeah, the time? Yeah, so which was easier for me Because since I'm the youngest At least there's somebody there to take care of me Mm-mm. So my mom was like No, I want to go to I want you to go to Australia So that I'll be, you know, very diverse So I can travel here, London I can travel America I can travel Wait, so, Australia. okay Let me get this Your mom chose where you were going to study yes. So that she could plan where she was going to travel to Yes <laughs> Did it have anything to do with your future? <laughs> <and> Nothing <laughs> as, as long as I have that program that I needed to go for Then they decided <laughs> Okay, you know what? Just go Hedy, your mom loves you so much I hope you know that <laughs> And the thing is, before I went to Australia, all I could think was, oh my god, big flies. Oh my god, like, you know, so many animals. And What do you mean big like, flies? Because they've got really big flies, um, huge <laughs> flies in, in summer. So it's a bit... That is the disgusting. most random thing I've ever heard about as far as Australia is concerned. I think I watched too many movies. I think That's you the did. Thing. All so this then, cowboy west shit, you know. What happened after that? Okay, and then I got into a uni mm-hmm. in um, Melbourne, which is in the city. It was, for me, the first week that I went there, it was completely like, I had, I was having like homesick. Oh. It was horrible. I wanted to go home. I wanted to be with my family. Um, it's it's like a mini Malaysia there. You don't really get homesick after mm-hmm. a while. It probably takes me about one or two months. But when I first got there... It was, I felt very lonely to the extent where, oh my God, I may have to make new friends. I have to make mm. sure that I go to the right places. I'm trying to make sure that, you know how like they can be a bit, I mean, a bit too open in a sense where you have to make sure you get the right people. The Somewhat right like a culture shock for you. Exactly. Yeah. And was that also your first time living away from your family? Yes, it was. Oh. So it was more of a, a lot of uh, Skype sessions with my family mm. after school, after... Um, 
the library sessions as well. And I, I didn't really know the places very well too. So I keep going to the same places, which is like for uni and then after that you go to the library and then you go right. home, you know. And then after, How long did that go on for? Um, about two months. Oh, and that's then, so long, Edie. I'm sorry yeah. you went through that. And then? And then I one of the classes that I had with my my batch was um they were a bit more open and some of them were Malaysians too. Mm. So from then on I started, you know, making friends around here and there and as I started knowing places, um I didn't completely like get home, go home every day. Mm. Although I, obviously I went to like explore and everything like that, but um, they, I would just need somebody to actually bring me around so mm. that I know what goes on. I actually know that about you because like every day you're always like, are you going to the cafeteria? Can I go with you? You can't go <laughs> Attach- anywhere alone. That, yeah. yeah, attachment issues. Attachment for real. Issues. For real, guys. I actually do have it with my <laughs> friends too. Especially with my best friend. Oh, no. So, yeah. so um, after a while, um, I started making friends with some of the Malaysians there. Mm. And uh, yeah, it went well for me. Um, and then the locals there are quite fl- friendly as well. Uh, what else did I do? Um, we actually, because I, I was part of the, um, I had to get myself involved with the school activities so that I can make more friends, mm. which happened. Uh, I played sports. I played soccer. I played. Um, I was in the cheerleading team for two years. Oh yeah, <laughs> cheerleader! I can't. I can't forget what I have in memory of school. And, uh, <laughs> right. And then um, one fine day, I there was an, this event company. Um, he is the boss was actually Malaysian, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me he's like, "Hey, are you interested to do events?" I love music. I've always wanted to meet DJs, famous DJs, you know. And then he was like, okay, why don't you come and work with me see how it goes? So since then, I was there. I was working for this event company for six years. Oh. It, it was amazing. So this was after you graduated or while you were still while studying? While I was studying. Okay, so you were doing a part-time Part-time thing. job as well, yeah. Okay, so you worked. And uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about that Because I know that you need to have a working visa when you're abroad But we're going to go for a quick break first Coming back to ED Stories Hey, welcome back to Nadia, Nadia in Wonderland Because I keep forgetting the name of the show <laughs> It's Nadia here And I'm talking to my good friend Edie Who is also my colleague And uh, she has lived abroad She used to live in Melbourne before uh, Just in case you just joined And you missed a little bit of the last part And uh, she was there for 8 years And you were telling us about how you worked And you were working with an events company For 6 yep. years out of the 8 years that you were there yep. While you were studying so my question is I want to know uh, don't you need a working visa when you are abroad uh, well it depends though because Australia they have a lot of visas right um, if you're studying there even if you can work uh, you can actually work with having a student visa ah. so you don't really need to have one one uh, visa for studying one visa for working no if you have a student visa you can also work, but uh, you have a very limited hours. So let's say you can only work about... I'm not quite sure now how updated they are. Uh, the last time I knew, I had to only work like 12 to 14 hours. Mm. So if you have an actual working visa or a working visa holiday, you can actually work unlimited hours. I, I, okay, so you're saying, I thought you meant 12 to 15 hours a day. No. 
This That's is like no way. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm not gonna, clear enough. Sorry. Who on earth wants to work twelve to fifteen hours a day? Not me, dude. Okay. So um, you did this events company thing, and you were a designer there. No, we were um. It was more of a event coordinating thing. Uh huh. So every time there's a DJ that comes, we go and fetch the hotel, you know, kind of thing. Oh my god! And you have to bring them around. Um, and then during like let's say the Halloween or a PJ pajama party that mm. we always have, um, we have to decorate props. Yeah, a bit of a design thing, mm. but I was more on hands-on. It wasn't more digital for Best me. Yeah. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. I think like events. Usually in events, you need to be really young to be able to do it because it takes out a lot of energy, a lot of time. Yeah, and you have to also be single because, or you need to have a partner who understands. Right? Yeah, that's true though because you this company that we had is more like a, it's a club, but we do events at that club, mm-hmm. so you kind of have to maintain your guests. Who comes oh. under your guest list? So let's say if you like, um, for example, Australia had a Stereosonic. Last few years back And then um, We had to um, Okay So you get Amount of tickets Right To sell to your guests Your your people And if you get A certain target You'll get free tickets You know Which Because Those tickets Cost a bomb You know It'll Which is pay- why You're still uh, Still a party girl today <laughs> <laughs> You enjoy those events No I gotta blame My boyfriend on that <laughs> He loves that Yeah he loves that too <laughs> Okay so Um now let's see In the beginning For about two months You struggled With the cultural Difference You struggled With not having friends Oh did I tell you One more thing uh-huh. Culture shock yeah I actually shaved Half side of my head What? Yes well, I you did were, that No wait In the first two months or? Yeah yeah I did Why? It was I I wasn't depressed But I was like Oh my god Everybody's doing it I want to do it too. <gasps> Yes. Peer pressure I, I was one of those girls That um, Yeah I actually shaved One side and Did you Did you feel like That would help you Fit in Or Yeah I kind of did Like Everybody was doing it And I was like Okay you know what I'll try it too And then my parents Like we Skype I'd be like Half side Let's <laughs> move my hair On the side there And she's like Why are you Skyping half Like of your face On the side I'm like Nah mom My head hurts so. You're so horrible <laughs> they, they never figured it out they came to my birthday uh, in next few months <laughs> to surprise me. And then they were like, oh my goodness, what happened to your head? The surprise was on them. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm thinking that, did you have any trouble with, um, I don't know, with adjusting with food? Um, the first, okay, like for me, I am a big fan of chili. And, when and I, rice too. I yes, noticed you eat a lot of rice. I yeah. love rice. Um, we went, when I first came, uh, chili was... I had I had to make sure my mate brought like a big bunch of sambal blachan for me. <laughs> <laughs> so sambal blachan for me all the way in Australia, <laughs> and then you get stuck at custom all the time, and you have to explain this one chili, you know, chili and <laughs> and sambal bilis. That's it, you know. Why did you Why did you have to speak to the custom like you don't speak English? This one chili. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, okay, because Australian food like they don't really like hot sauce and you know yeah. unless you're Vietnamese because they they have some Vietnamese food there that's quite, mm. but it's not it's not as it's not the same like how you have it in KL like in Malaysia. Of course. So adjusting to food was a bit um, difficult for me, and then after a while, I, I couldn't care less in a sense where, you know what, fine, I'll just have it without chili or mm. you know, but. But nowadays they have Asian supermarkets now, so it's easy to get. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Not um, my time. I wanted to ask you because I remember you mentioned this a couple of months back. You were saying something like, "Ah, uh, you were thinking about moving back there." Um, After all the initial shock, everything was over. You stayed for eight years. You came back. You were, and now you actually want to move back there. Is that right? Yeah, I do want to move back there. Uh, to be honest, I actually really miss Melbourne. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But you know, when I graduated for my masters last two years, uh, all I could think was, okay, you know what? I had my fair share of experience in Melbourne, mm. and I it's probably like time for me to come home. Um, which I did because I have haven't been going back quite often to see my family, and then every time it fits Raya, my parents would come instead to see me. So I told I told myself I said okay, and then I told mom and dad I said, you know what, mom and dad, I'm coming home, and they're like, huh, why you why you decide to come home? I said I think I've been away for a long time, and I think it's time for me to just, you know, come back and spend time with my family. Right. Um, you know if. If time permits, if I've got a better opportunity there, I would I would definitely go back. But mm-hmm. when you're there, it's that feeling, you know, when you're there, you kind of you miss home. You think of Malaysian grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> but when you're here, you you do feel like okay, I miss Melbourne. You know, they have all these things. But you know, at the end, it's it's home. You know, Malaysia mm-hmm. is home. You know, you you have everybody around you. You don't really because I was towards the end. I was quite lonely as well when I was on my final year in Melbourne, because mm. um, I felt like all of my circle of friends they went back first, and I didn't know why I was why I stood by why I still wanted to stay continue on. and stay on. Yeah, yeah. But I do miss it. But you know, home is home. You know, you still come back to Malaysia. You still want to be with the people. Uh oh, you make me worry about why why I movie. But okay, thank you so much, Edie. It was so no great worries. having you. That was great insight for anybody who wants to live abroad, who's wondering, you know, what it's like. Yes, two months of cultural shock, the thank initial you, shock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we want you to go and visit the website. It's www.icekacang.com.my. Follow us on Facebook. It's Ice Kacang, and Instagram is Ice Kacang My. That's Ice Kacang My. Um, I'm gonna come back and tell you all about the stuff that I went through before planning this move, and it's a whole lot of nonsense. Coming back in the next episode of Nadia in Wonderland.